man. Pass the munchies. Cowabunga, brother. <clears throat> Dude, does this thing rewound? Um, dude, what are we even watching? Man, I can't <laughs> find that tape. Oh, have I got a tape for you? Who are you? Here to help you find that tape. From Party Fish Media, this is... VH Quest! VH Quest. Welcome to VH Quest. Welcome to VH Quest. Thank you all for listening. Our first episode, I'm really excited about this. Me too. <laughs> We're kind of planning this out for a little bit. Kind of trying to get like a, an idea when... when uh, when Robert Bohorquez, who runs Party Fish Media, when he was like, hey, Ben, do you want to do a, a podcast about VHS tapes? And I was like, yeah, actually. VHS? Yeah, we went through a couple names. VHS was one of them, but then we found out that there was a band from Australia that already had the name, and we just... We, didn't. we killed him. Yeah, we killed um, him. <laughs> and then, turns out, we decided to go with Quest. So, I'm sorry to the families. Yeah, we were a little too late. We affected late. <laughs> by the, the, the band members of VH. Yes, uh, sometimes you snooze and you lose. Apologize. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah VH Quest. We are on the quest to find the best. VH. Yes. Okay, it's S now. It's S now. I keep thinking yes in Quest. <laughs> it is actually called a VHS. Yeah, hi, what's up? My name's Mike Graves. My name is Ben Scott. And we're talking about the creme de la creme of physical media. VHS. So yeah, there's there's a lot to unpack with VHS tapes. Oh. There's some like cool some cool stuff that I was kinda of finding online that I was looking up. Kinda of, for anybody who doesn't know, VHS tapes came out in nineteen seventy seven. Uh, first released by JVC, uh, and they came out as a competitor to Betamax, which came out two years earlier. And the funny thing about that is what killed Betamax, the nail in the coffin where VHS tapes finally took over from Betamax, was when porn switched from Betamax to VHS tapes. <laughs> Betamax, more like... <laughs> uh... There's a joke in there. Ma- Maxter Bait. Um, okay. Max. I think we found it. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was really funny. I was just like, wow, so porn was the reason why VHS tapes became... Makes sense. It, it, it makes a lot of sense. Went from porn to Disney movies. Because I jerk off to VHS tapes. Just so. the tapes, not when I'm watching yeah. it. Yeah, no, mainly just the, the physical tape. Um, <laughs> the, and then, so yeah, it came out in 1977, and then the last tape was... 40 years after that, in 2007, general consensus is that it was a movie called The History of Violence, which came out March 14th, 2007. However, we believe that the last tape to ever come out on VHS is a very exciting animated feature film, Cars. Disney's Cars. (laughs) There's a rumor, there's a rumor that... Cars had a limited release on VHS tape, and I haven't been been able to find any, but I've seen the rumor online. So the first thing here, first quest for you guys uh, that we're going to say out to you, and we want you to quest for this, find us a Cars VHS tape. 
That's that, that's your first yeah, mission. Yeah, so there's people that, oh, yeah, I go out and I collect. Oh, I have every Jerry Maguire, whatever. Oh, I go out and I oh I collect every speed tape. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I have all Guess three what? Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't need those. We need you to send us your cars. Send us your cars. Mission send one. Us all of your cars. Quest one. We need Disney's cars. That's now. <laughs> I right now. Uh, <laughs> I like that too. It's a good. It's a good one. Yeah. Send us your cars. Nobody's gonna know what the fuck. No, we're gonna end up getting actual people's cars. <laughs> like here, the cash for clunkers kind of shit. Actually, I do need a car. So let us know. Send us. Send me a, a car's tape in your car, and I'll be double happy. We'll take both. Life is a highway, and I will drive that that car down the highway. All. VHS highway all day long. as I'm questing root VHS <laughs> uh, yeah and then uh, VHS tapes uh, had the monopoly on movies and basically because of Disney films which is funny how it goes from porn to Disney uh, but they had a monopoly on the on the market until 1977 when DVDs came out the first DVDs to come out were Blade Runner and The Fugitive so Blade Runner killed the VHS tape, and then a bunch of you know a bunch of video stores popped up. And when VHS tape started coming out, it was also like the birth of Hollywood Video, the birth of Blockbuster, the birth of Family Video. All of those, you know, if you're if you're our age, you know, if you're in your mid to late twenties or thirties, then you you remember going to video stores and renting videos. And I remember when it was the VHS and they had the DVD copy. And then I remember walking in one day, and they were selling all their VHS tapes at the Blockbuster. Oh, yeah. Because they were converting all bargain the Bargain bins. Yeah, yeah, it was in the bargain bin. It was like 99 cents or less for... Which is always a bummer, because like, I remember buying bargain bin VHS tapes. And the, the bummer about that is that I was like, god damn, there's like 50 stickers on each one of these sleeves. And i got to tear this damn box apart just no. to <laughs> own this tape. But yeah, no, they had, I mean, they had to do it to compete and it was such a bummer because it was like, you know, eventually when it all started, it was like, cool, well, I mean, all of our inventory is tapes, you know, we got, we, we had to phase out betas, we had to phase out mm -hmm. our laser discs, mm -hmm. we had to phase out Which whatever. Which laser discs, I don't even know if that really had like a dominance on anything. It didn't, but you know there was a couple rich people that had like every, they had like full libraries. Oh, yeah. Just like vinyl. I feel like Laserdisc, like it was the, like the equivalent of HDBD, HD DVDs. Yeah. Where, it was like, behind the scenes. Yeah. And it's awesome. It's kind of like the stealth like Cobra of, yeah. <laughs> of like physical media. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, brief history there. VHS, the history of VHS started with the history of violence, 1977. 40 years later, 2007 hits, and, all right, that's 30 years? Yeah. Yeah, shit. Yeah, my, math, my math's a little off. Correction, 30 years. I think uh, it's something like 70. It's like 77 years. 666 <laughs> years. Uh, but yeah, 2007, last one came out, and, uh, and yeah, a little brief history, and now here we are, 11 years later, still questing for them. Still They're, questing for it. And to be honest, you know, every platform is going to change. I think, um, 
I think every 10 years we're going to see something new. Every five years we might see something new. I feel like Blu-ray is probably on its way out. Yeah, I think Blu-ray was on its way out maybe like yeah. a year or two ago. And we're going to see some weird stuff coming just with streaming. So I don't, I don't really know if, if physical media has much of a platform anymore. But to us it does. And I know to anybody listening to this, hopefully you have at least like 10 VHS laying at home and... And the yeah, reason, if, the if reason you're listening to this, we hope you have at least ten. Yeah, at least ten. And the reason you put this on is because you're like, what? Yeah, I remember collecting tapes. But the reason we do it is because you know there's something to be said about collecting things that don't have much of a platform anymore, and there's something to be said mm-hmm. about things that had kind of a had such a huge grasp on the physical media market for such a long time that now. We're seeing a lot of people coming back and actually putting out their own tapes. There's people that are collecting more tapes than than actual streaming websites. You know, like it's true. Yeah, there's people that have more tapes than there are on Netflix or Hulu or anything yeah. combined. There's more people tapes. that have yeah, and like the you know they they're gonna have a few of the movies that are on there, but maybe like literally a few, like three. And everything else is going to be all this obscure stuff that nobody knows about. The mm-hmm. reason why VHS is so prominent is because it was around for such a long time. We're able to find a lot of things that never quite surfaced. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that's what the quest is all that's about. That's what the quest is all about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say so. We're going to have a guest on in a couple episodes from now. Uh, his name's Ryan. He's from Chicago. Yeah, he was a friend of mine back in Chicago. He actually runs a VHS distribution label. So it's out there. There are these people, and and I was I was talking to I, I was on a podcast uh, actually it was recorded not too long ago um, from when we're, from when we're sitting here, and they were kind of asking me a, or more more or less I was talking about this podcast I was talking about tapes, and they were thinking and talking about how like oh well it must be really niche and I was like it is really niche and there is it's a small sub subset of people but. It's big enough that people are having their these major websites that are and they're selling their tapes and they're coming out new movies on tapes and they're making them specifically for tape formats and people are eating them up. Yes. You know, like it's not dead. It's definitely not dead. Yeah. And the cool thing about VHS too to me is that there's such a cool community that exists behind it. So cool. It is the coolest because everybody is awesome whenever yeah. i go to like swaps or collection Nobody, stuff nobody's shitty and and uh, listen if you are trying to quest and you're trying to figure it out um a really solid platform for it uh, if you don't have an instagram get one because instagram's really great you can find mm-hmm. people that are selling stuff all the time oh or you can hit ebay or you know there's groups on facebook and stuff like that as far as finding the tapes but um, it's interesting that instagram instagram is definitely that's like the leading uh, platform. That's the leading platform. Yeah. Like, I mean, essentially, it's blogs that have gone to posting these tapes, and they're selling them on Instagram. You, d- you know, you DM them, you send them PayPal, you know, via PayPal, and they send you these tapes. And they like, I found there's one account I follow as called uh, VHS Freak, and they shout out to VHS Freak. If you whoever's running that page, love y'all. I hope you're listening to this. <laughs> I'll probably end up messaging you to talk yeah. about it one day. Um, but they like found they find some obscure stuff, and not even the tape. It's like not even the movie itself. It's the kind of tape release, like some yeah. tapes that are like released with like green splatter, 
and like some tapes that are released oh, like with like they're red or they're blue. Well, and clearly VHS freak, you're questing right. You're like, questing they're finding right. they're finding in the right place. I mean, to be honest, a good a good portion of this is talking about with with fellow people that quest tapes is is talking about the weird mom and pop places that they might still be going to, but also like, are you finding them at Value Village? Are you finding them at Goodwill? Uh, and this is what we're trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. But we're also trying to push to you. If you can't find it, go on Instagram. Or do, you know, don't even go on Google. Just get a smartphone. Go on Instagram. It really will save your life. I don't even have a smartphone, but I have been on there, and you can find some good stuff. One of our guests coming up is uh, actually, I think it's the guest for today. Mm-hmm. First episode guest, and uh, he he his, his name's Taylor. He yeah, he's actually gonna. I think he's coming over soon. He's actually going to be on today's episode, and he has an Instagram account, and he doesn't post anything on it whatsoever, but I follow him to go through his, who people he follows, because he follows all of these amazing blogs, and that's why he has it. Yeah. He has it as a platform to Quest. It's not about him posting stuff. It's not like his social media platform. It's him using a tool to continue to Quest. There's more than just going to Goodwill, and there's more than just yeah. going to, th- to thrift shops. Use this new online social media, like new quote unquote, online social media to find these old things because there's a lot out there yeah. to find. It's crazy. And like, and like I'm, I'm still old school. Like I don't have a smartphone and so I don't have Instagram and nor can I access it from my computer. However, like I said, I did for a minute. But as far as like hearing about people finding stuff, like all my friends that collect tapes, I'm... There's a point in time where you need to stop being a dumbass and you need to just get the smartphone because like yeah because everybody I know Mike you is, need to get a smartphone I know. everybody I know um, this kid has a fucking flip phone yeah yes I do um, <laughs> hold on, I'm gonna make the noise and here we go I don't know if you heard that that's Mike flipping yeah. his flip phone here we go a little more clap there, there it we is. Go. There's the clap. There's the clap. Um, I get that and clap. Uh, it's almost like I have the clap. It's like a, it's like a huge infection where I'm fucking up. But yeah, I'll get a smartphone at some point. And there's cool platforms for it. It's it's dumb. But also there's something that, that makes me hound that wants to find some wall-to-wall warehouse that mm-hmm. no one knows about that has just like, it was all horror movies. And I'm the only person that goes in there and I'm like, oh, I'm going to tear this place apart. <laughs> I'll see if I still have these pictures somewhere online. But I was, I'm from Michigan originally, and there's this town, or the town I'm from, there's this store called Main Street Audio Video. Shout out to them. This place is fucking awesome. Shout out Main Street. Shout out Main Street Audio Video. People there are so great, but they have this VHS sale where I, I just, they sent, I like get their email updates in case I'm ever home and they have something going on. I walk in, and I kid you not, it's like a video store, like the size of like a blockbuster, wall-to-wall VHS tapes. I, like, it was just, like, it was heaven. And every, every tape was 50 cents. So, so you know that I just went in there and, like, I would go there, I'd buy a shit ton of tapes, I'd bring them home, I'd come back, because I didn't have enough room, like, in this box that I was carrying. And I did, like, three trips, because I was, like, I, this, and some of the tapes I have now, some of the best tapes I have now, some of my favorites. Are from there. Are from there. Yeah. And that's where you gotta go. Like, you gotta keep your eyes open, you know? You, ha- you have to really dig deep into what is around you. 
Oh, absolutely. That's well. That's the whole quest. Yeah. It's an it's active questing. And and one of the guy the guy who we're talking to today, Taylor, we were talking a little bit about how he's an active like he'll go to state sales, he'll go to garage sales, and eventually, you know, if if you've burned out all your resources and you're not trying to like venture too far. Get on Craigslist because there's a lot of people that have weird sales. And, you know, it could be anything. This guy's a, a collector of multi multimedia things, like as far as VHS, Beta, Laserdisc, all that stuff. This guy also collects toys and etc. Mm-hmm. Everything there is under the sun, this guy's a collector of. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited to talk to him about it because part of questing is finding it out in the wild. Speaking of which... I found a pretty cool tape the other day. Yeah, what'd you find? I found the classic vampire film, Near Dark. Oh, boy. Yeah. Bill Paxton. Rest in peace, Bill Paxton. Uh, it's a great film. Uh, I would say check it out if you're a quester. It's like a lot like Lost Boys means like a solid Western film. But almost, it stays modern as far as like an 80s film. You can tell that they filmed it and they kept it pretty modern. But it, it floats way under the radar as far as it being kind of hip like Lost Boys. But I would say, you know, it hits just as hard. It's, it's As far as vampire movies go, it's one of my faves. So go check out Near Dark. Super good. I found... What did I find? This, uh, I, was, I was doing... I've been kind of busy, but I have been going out. There's... Oh, that's right. I went to this store uh, called Half Price Books up in the one up in Everett, in Everett, Washington, which is about about a half hour north of where I live in Seattle. And they had this rack outside of VHS tapes where everything was 50 cents, maybe it was a buck or something. And I picked up, what was it? I picked up The Last Unicorn. I picked up some like weird kind of animation stuff. So I picked up The Last Unicorn. I picked up two Ninja Turtle movies. The last Ren and Stimpy movie that I've been missing, I found it there, um, one of the volumes. So I was, I was happy. Wait, orange tape? Yeah, of course. Nice. Of course. Uh, so I was happy that I, I completed my Ren and Stimpy collection, which is kind of a staple. If you're a yeah. quester, you kind of have to have that. Gotta have them all. Gotta have them all. You gotta catch them all, like all the Pokemon movies. Um, That's a good one. I think the best one I found so far, one of my favorite movies, Barbarella. Love oh, that yeah. movie, Barbarella. Oh, I have it on DVD, but I found it on tape, and I really wanted it on tape because it just has its different feel yeah, on tape. Yeah, you can't really, weird. you can't really compete with like other platforms, like with with that style of movie, especially anything seventies. You just like it has to be on tape, like yeah, or beta. Like if you have, if you have a player, like I mean, the ideal experience would be watching Barbarella on Beta because That'd be weird. because you can only almost feel like you're sitting in that like boot that like kind of loungeish. I don't know if I've ever seen a Betamax player out in the wild. I found one the other day. Did you? Uh, yeah, in Seattle actually. At a Goodwill. Or? Um, yeah, was at a Goodwill. Um, it turned on, but cool. I've decided personally that I have too many VHS tapes to really like to start getting Betamax to tapes. start. I've seen Betamax. Betamax tapes. I just I don't think I've ever seen a Betamax player. Yeah, they exist. They're out in the wild and if you do find one, I would suggest snagging it if you're interested in collecting because you might end up taking it home and then finding a uh, a tape later on and then popping the tape in and being like, "Oh, this thing actually works." Cool. Yeah. And then you can start that collection. I I don't as much as this is all about VH Quest, you might as well might as well be Beta Quest, might as well be Laser Quest, right? <laughs> might and as well be. Uh... And I think that's also 
one of the, you know, we're focusing on VHS tapes because to me that's, that's the staple of physical media, just as like, maybe like vinyl or cassette tapes is the staple of music physical media. I, th you know, I think that VHS tapes is the staple of movie analog media. Mm -hmm. Um, but we're definitely in future episodes, we're definitely going to go into other, other media like Laserdisc and we can talk about Betamax tapes because we want to, we, we really want to go into what it means to quest in general for movies because once you go out to find VHS tapes, you never know what you're also going to find. You got to keep your eyes open for some of those weird snags, you know? Yeah. Um, well, let's, you know, I think... Our guest, Taylor Duff, is going to be here soon. Oh, yes. Um, and he's probably got a lot to say so about pumped. mixed media. So, so it's not going to be just tapes tonight. It's going to be a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, and he's going to go through some cool yeah. ass shit. We're really excited to talk to this guy, and I hope you're excited to listen because there's a lot to learn. So stick around, and we'll see you when we get back. Uh, welcome back to VH Quest. We're sitting down right now with our good pal Taylor Duff. Hi. Hi. <laughs> cool. Yeah, Taylor, thanks for being here. I uh, really appreciate it. No worries. I've uh, I've heard your name multiple times basically through the number of VHS tapes that you own <laughs> slash slash seeing you in a setting where VHS tapes are present. Yeah, I've done a couple swaps. Uh, <laughs> I've definitely... Um been been told that before by people that <laughs> well so then that kind of hits me off on my first question here um what exactly does collecting mean to you as a as a person and as a avid collector what does it mean it means a lot of things i've been i feel like i've been a collector pretty much all my life haven't been raised by a collector my dad was pretty like avidly collecting like hot wheels and stuff since long before i was born so it was pretty present growing up, and it's just like a mix of nostalgia, but also really fun to do. Like, it's fun to scavenge for things. It's fun to amass things that are all somewhat similar and have them all be like be in one place. I feel like every VHS collector knows the feeling of a lot of like VHS spines that are maybe by the same distributor or something, and they all look nice in a row. And that happens when you get, you know, several of them. And it's like, it's, it's cool. Like, <laughs> I like it. And I think that most other collectors feel the same way. It's just you get more of something you enjoy. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, I was going to actually, I was going to ask, do you have a specific distributor that you prefer? Like, is there like one that really sits? That, yeah, there are definitely some that I really like. And they're, they're probably not really the typical ones you'd hear. Like, um, like I, I see like Radon and stuff like that posted a lot. And I mean, I'm sure the, the movies on those are fun and everything. I do like B-movies and SOV and everything. Yeah. But uh, my favorite distributors are probably, I really like Picture Start. And I like um, Expanded Entertainment, although they are somewhat like finite. Like I feel like I've collected pretty much everything on their, um, their run. So... I mean, as much as I like them, I, there's there, there isn't any more I can do with them. Uh, yeah. But they do they do remain my favorites. I also really like, let's see, whoever put out Spike and Mike. I don't remember what distributor that was, but they're really cool. And I like foreign distributors like Videomex and stuff like that. Yeah, there, there's a lot of good ones for sure. 
Cool. That also, I guess, kind of leads in, you do your own animations. Uh, yeah, um, I, I have, like, in the past, um, and I, I dabbled into it a little bit recently, and I've, I've also gotten into, like, video art, too, which I guess is, that pertains to VHS, because I, I use VHS kind of gear uh, to do that. But yeah, I've definitely made my own animation, and animation being, like, the main focus of my collecting, I, yeah. I, I'm not really, like, I love horror and everything, I just don't necessarily collect it on a physical level, I'm more into, like, animation. Um, For sure. So yeah, I've definitely done it myself as well. Just after collecting so much, I felt the need to contribute to it and make my own. When did you start? Animating? Or just collecting? Oh, collecting? Well, I mean, it's kind of just been present my entire life, um, be it like kind of catalysted through my dad who would like, you know, take me to the store and like, you know, buy the things for me before I like had transportation and my own money and stuff like that. And it's, it, you know, it's, it's just kind of always been there. I, um, I had a lot of tapes when I was young. A couple of um, were like pretty significant to me and kind of made me aware that they, they probably wouldn't be on DVD. Things like Doug or Abominations like Potato Head Kids and Moon Dreamers. Um, I mean, those, those were, you know, I grew up with those. And For But sure. I also realized these are really obscure and they're like, they they prompted me to keep the, the VHS copy that I had and, instead of like pursue a DVD, which I knew probably wouldn't exist. Yeah. So that was kind of like an early, I guess, I'd, I'd prompt into, into collecting. And they were my grandma's tapes. So. Well, now I have to ask, since you started obviously as a kid... Like, which I think a lot of people do, they just remember it. So there is that nostalgic factor, but do you have, I mean, I don't even know what Potato Head Kids is, but do you have... <laughs> really? No, I don't. Oh, shit. It's, yeah, it's like a bad side project of Potato Head, but I mean, Mr. Potato Head, I don't think, had his own animation. This is like, oh, okay. the, the kids got a show. You know, it, it was the <laughs> 80s, you know, bad choices. Yeah, it's it's funny. Definitely do a funny you, watch. Do you, have you recently watched one, or do you have, like you know, one that kind of sits on that pedestal of, like, shit kid movie. Um, well, I watched uh, Pet Shop this morning, like I was saying. It's on Moonbeam. <laughs> um, and most things on Moonbeam are just, like, super fun garbage, for sure. I guess ex- explain to the listeners what Moonbeam is. Um, so, as far as I know, Moonbeam is, like, a, a kid's imprint from um, uh, Full Moon or, like, Charles Band or whoever... Then he tried to make these kind of like, they're kind of like Disney Channel original movies, um, but a little more like, a little more like horror elements and like adventure and stuff like that. And, and I mean, they're just, they're worse than, than Disney Channel originals <laughs> is what they are. They're, they're really, really bad. So they're bad. worse than DCOMs. Yeah. If, I mean, if you can, you know, imagine such a thing. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's, that's probably, that's pretty much what we're, we're dealing with here. Uh, like Shrunken City. That's, that's one. That's probably the only one I watched growing up. But um, did you find these tapes? Um, these are just all in the wild. Shrunken City, I remember just finding out like Hollywood video and being like, this looks like ridiculously, you know, bad and awesome. Yeah, and I mean, right. I was also 12, so I had different like standards back then. Sure. <laughs> um, and, and, and it's got aliens in it. So, I mean, whatever. It, it was mildly interesting. But the, like any of the other ones, yeah, I've just found them like, you know, in, in my 20s, it's just that Goodwill and stuff. And I, you, you pretty much know if it says Moonbeam or Full Moon, you're gonna you're gonna be having fun <laughs> one last last swap that you had you had uh beanstalk which i just rewatched. yeah and, and like yeah, you that i me. don't know what it is it's one of those like i was so fucking stoked to, that you had it because i was like oh my god like, yeah i, watched no, I this. remember finding it in the wild being like mike definitely would would want this well it was one of those things it was really weird because i thought it was like really rare i went to pike's place market and they had a copy for two hundred dollars at what store where, yeah where within this 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 like 
um, I don't. It was like wall to wall VHS. It, the place is closed now, but I walked in there and I was like, "Whoa, Damn. I remember this movie." What I the fuck? Kind of wish I had gone to this store. Like, yeah. despite the shitty prices. Oh no, yeah. it was awful <laughs> this prices. Weird magic mystery yeah. store. And, and so I mean, I, that's what Alice kind of is. Um, yeah. Is just like shit prices and a lot of cool tapes. <laughs> yeah. In Seattle, Alice? yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'd been yeah. looking for that tape forever, and like, I guess I never decided to, to look very hard because online it's probably two dollars. But, but you had it, and I rewatched it, and I do have to say, does not hold up. It's just <laughs> no, really none awful. of them do. But I mean, you know, you should expect that going into it. <laughs> <laughs> very weird films. Holy shit. <laughs> well, so. What parts of your life? So, I mean, you, you do swaps, obviously. I've done a few, I've yeah. seen you at a swap. I've yeah. bought tapes from you at a swap. Yeah. Um, I was actually trying to remember what you bought. I think... Did I buy the Giver from you? Yeah, the, what, the yeah, Giver okay. anime. Yeah, um, sweet. Did I also buy Dead Alive from you? No. No? Okay. That must have been the guy across, because he had that. Yeah, it must have been that. I, I remember I bought a couple of things from your, from your box. Yeah, um, no, for sure. At, yeah, at, at Push Pull. But, so, obviously, you do these swamps, what other parts of your life are based around collecting? Like, what else do you do based around the idea of, of collecting these tapes? Um, how is it, how is it intruded into your life? It, it has in a number of ways, honestly, starting with, um, when I, I started to, um, archive them on like a digital level and, I, I had a YouTube channel for a little while where I tried to like post rare animations that I've dug up like over the over the years. That's still up. Uh, no, it, uh. it got it got taken down through some like some copyright loopholes. Uh. Um, I, yep. I had three strikes or whatever you want to call. It. Or I didn't even have three strikes. The former account I had had three strikes, and then they linked them together and they pulled the rug out from underneath me but whatever I mean I want to eventually get back on YouTube and try to upload some stuff but that definitely like that that was spawned out of my, my love of VHS I found out that a lot of these weird animations weren't on DVD and for that matter weren't on YouTube or anything so I kind of like held the key to them and you know mm. felt why why don't I share these things with people and put them on YouTube and yes. make them viewable for free instead of like go into the effort like I did of finding the rare physical and like having a vcr to play it and everything and even then like that person only gets to view it themselves they can't share it on a bigger level but i mean big business didn't like that so they <laughs> they cut yeah. me off yeah no i definitely i definitely can understand that i feel like there was a while back where i was looking for a bunch of old uh like a bunch of old commercials and things online and i was trying oh, yeah. to archive those them are into, uh, those are sought after for, as well yeah for sure yeah i actually got a box uh from this guy of like 500 different tapes of like japanese uh, dramas and like japanese soap operas and yeah. stuff like that and they all still have the commercials in between all sweet of them. yeah wow so I japanese got, yeah yeah and so i watched these and i watched through them like old samurai movies and stuff like Damn. that too and like so but even it, the movies sound yeah sound yeah fun. it's it's awesome. really cool and then oh, yeah. and then in the middle you get these really strange commercials from like the 1980s and I, 1990s that and is stuff love the 90s commercials yeah like, so finding just so like good. home recordings yeah. like I found like an X Files tape the other day right on and like something about those commercials it's always like so tell us where did you find this like I found it at this yeah. and it's just it's like really cracked up and yeah. out like yeah, yeah always like stoked just like some like beatbox music like what the fuck is going on right now. 
I think the the funniest thing about um, commercials and like they're being sought after and everything is like back in the day, and I mean I even even remember doing this back like dubbing tapes and everything. You tried to take the commercials out of the tapes. You tried to avoid recording them. Yeah, you would they, stop the recording. Yeah, you know, if, if you had any common sense, yeah, you'd, you'd stop the recording uh, because, like, they, you know, they were current. They weren't something that deemed, like, being rewatchable. Yeah. And it's only now, like, you know, 25 years later that we all want them. So, like, it's it's kind of a catch-22 thing there. <laughs> but I think my favorite, like, dub tape I found with commercials is I found two Beavis and Butthead tapes uh, full of commercials from, like, the mid nineties and they're just like oh, treasures God. of like nice. awesome. And it's all M T V Yeah, and they have yeah. those little like animated bumpers and everything, oh, like yeah. just solid gold. They're, yeah. they're fantastic. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay. Uh, so I guess when like what prompted you to do swaps? Like when when was that something in your mind that you realized um, you wanted to share with people? Yeah, I I um I think I first became aware of them on just like via the internet and like, you know, Instagram and stuff like that. Probably even before I was on Instagram through lunch meet, um, just seeing photos and, you know, just like photo record of people doing these like swap, like a, a flea market that is a hundred percent VHS. And that sounded amazing. That mm-hmm. sounded like a, a place that I need to be. Um, and I found them to be mostly on like the East coast. There's a lot in like Houston and everything, but not really so many in the Northwest. Um, at least none that I was aware of. Um, I have heard, like, now that I, like, have met a couple of the local collectors, I know that there, there were some at, uh, Scarecrow in the past, but I'm not sure if they're, um, if they're still doing that. I'm pretty sure yeah, they're, like, I haven't, funded. I haven't seen much okay. swaps. It's, I think there was a Halloween swap one time. There was, they, there was one, like, two years ago. Two years the, ago, yeah, that like sounds that, about yeah. right. Okay, yeah, their, their little logo was on the, um, the flyer deal that, um, for the um, the last swap that I did, so maybe they sponsored that. So I mean, it, yeah. it sounds like they're still involved, but with I mean that wasn't at Scarecrow, that was at Push Pull. But anyways, so I I mean I wanted to have a VHS swap, and I, I felt like I had enough content to <clears throat> to to do one. Like I have a lot of just like you know tapes and boxes and stuff like that. So I kind of tested the waters with my buddy, and we had like a just a normal flea market where we both mostly sold tapes, and we wanted to see. Just how, you know, just how many people would buy tapes in Bellingham, because it's, you know, I don't, I don't mean too many people into tapes in, in around Bellingham, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and, they, and they sold super well. It was like, it was really fun. So we're like, all right, let's do, let's do another one that's just the VHS swap. And we did. And that one was, you know, it did really well, too. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And it brought really cool faces in, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like people, people that I didn't, I'd never met before in Bellingham yeah. that were into tapes. So, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't have guessed that there were yeah. collectors around here like that's that. Dope, yeah. So, yeah, it, it was cool seeing people kind of come out of the woodwork like that and um yeah i I mean i'd like to do another bellingham one for sure um i've since done a seattle one so i guess i've done two uh vhs swaps and the the seattle one was a lot of fun i definitely dug that the the space was really cool i'd never been there before push pull and uh and and apparently there's going to be another one in october yeah Um, yeah another swap on october 20th at push pull in seattle cool all right well i'll definitely be a part of that yes that's a thing (laughs) Will you go back a couple steps? Um, will you explain to the listeners what lunch meat is? Oh, um, so lunch meat, it's 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 kind of like a um, like a, a web presence and also a magazine. Like it's 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 just a lot of VHS centric things. And that you know the, the magazine is just like it's everything VHS you know that you, you'd want to read in a magazine. Uh, primarily reviews, but a lot of like interviews and um, they they showcase like. VHS kind of like merch from back in the day, promotional yeah. items and really cool stuff like that. Fantastic magazine, absolutely wonderful. And you submit, you, so you've submitted lots of like really cool VHS related comics, 
which is super sick. I, I did a few, yeah, in uh, the, the the last two issues I, I submitted. Um, you have a whole avant garde um, comics, right? and I um, I review animation for them yeah. as well because because the magazine is like a, a collaborative effort from a lot of people. It's uh, kind of spearheaded by this guy Josh, and he he like you know runs the show and like I, I, he does the editing and like contacts everyone. But it's it's a whole group effort of a lot of these collectors like reviewing these rare VHS only films and submitting them or you know if I'm doing the interviews and stuff like that yeah really fun read the website's really cool they produce a lot of merchandise like you know patches and shirts prints um yeah they're I mean they're awesome I can't I can't plug mm. them enough <laughs> so that's that's a good place to start for people if people you know people listening who right yeah they yeah. have 10 VHS tapes right now and they want to start collecting more pretty good place to start there yeah no definitely like, yeah. like just i mean the website for sure because you know that you know that, that'd be free and everything that definitely were i mean they have an instagram it's it they're, they're all over the internet De- definitely worth checking out so i i was reading this article earlier today and um, before you before you came over and uh, i wanted your thoughts on this the way this article uh, ended it was all called right. it was called the life and death of of, of the vhs all right and it said here it says like the telegraph or the telegram, the VHS will, no doubt, be recorded in the history books of the future as a major innovation that was eventually made wholly obsolete, something one remembers fondly but doesn't crave to revisit. <laughs> Fuck that. What do you think about that? You, you just want to know how I feel about yeah. that like sentence? Yeah. Can, can you reread the last part? Yeah, of yeah, re- that's the best part. It's um, an, a major innovation that was eventually made wholly obsolete. Made wholly obsolete. Something one remembers fondly but doesn't crave to revisit was um, their claim of the VHS tape right now. I mean, on a mainstream level, uh, yeah, for, like I, that, that is kind of true. Uh, mo- most of the people you're going to meet out there aren't like into VHS. They don't like, you know, remember them for, like a lot. Like you'll meet a lot of like millennial kids who didn't grow up with them at all. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it makes you feel old. I mean, I'm, I'm in my mid twenties right now, but, but still I, I, sometimes I forget that people, um, like I go to a, a technical college and like some of my peers are like in their in their teens and stuff like that and it's just like these people didn't grow up with VHS. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a weird uh, it's a weird perspective to have. But but yeah, I feel like uh, for the most part, especially millennials, like when they see them, what they know of them is it's this obsolete thing from like the past. It's like this weird rectangle, kind of like a vinyl or a cassette or something. They have no interest in it. Um, you know, streaming is kind of the, the the big thing right now, and that I mean that doesn't require any like hardware or anything physical and it's like right. i mean to, to be fair like streaming's like it's it's cool in a lot of ways because we're not producing a lot of like you know uh, these like physical objects that yeah. might just end up polluting the planet you know <laughs> when it when it when it, when, it, when, you, when you break it down taking away the physical is is probably a step forward but well, you you were also helping the cause too by having youtube like and right. like helping yeah. people like discover things that they otherwise would not find physically like. right for for sure and that that was kind of the the realization i had was not not a lot of people have access to these so i might as well give them access because yeah. why not really okay so i wanted to ask um what's the most money you have spent on a tape um i i don't often go much higher than like 15 to 30 um that's actually kind of average for me but I think the most I ever threw down was probably seventy five for a copy of Fantastic Animation Festival. But I mean, I've never seen a copy of it pop up since. I feel like it was a pretty good price, and it's one of my favorite tapes ever. It's on Meta, an old nineteen seventies label. Fuck it. Yeah, it's it's definitely a prize in the collection. 
but I haven't even really come close um, since then. The most I ever spent on a live action was around 60 uh, for a copy of um, Frankenstein's Planet of Monsters, which is a um, kind of a, not necessarily a repress, it was a first press, but it came out in like something like 2012 or something like that. Some dude found found this old film and put it on VHS, but I, I never found it online. I wanted to see it because I read that Bruce Bickford did effects in it, and it just seemed like a weird, um, like a bizarre uh, film that was shot on Super 8 and everything, and it just looked really cool. So I had to go to the effort of finding this tape, which wasn't easy, and eventually, thankfully, it popped up on eBay, and I threw down for it. But again, very worth it, because it's an awesome, weird movie. Total side note here, the owner of the bar that I work at knows Bruce Bigford. Yeah. Right on. I yeah. met him a couple of times. Yeah. He's, she's he's like, a really cool dude. She's like ball. hella close. And Rob told Abby, our friends, Rob and Abby, told, Rob told Abby that last night. And yep. Abby was like freaking out. His work yeah. is wonderful. Yeah, well, he's like a, just full disclosure a... too. We are lighting up joints in the uh, in the studio. Oh, you, yeah. will, you will hear the lighter click. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Might as well just close it. This this podcast yeah. is not for children. Um, <laughs> um, no, plus. Bruce. Bruce, you. I think I know. Maybe you've reached out to him, but I know he lives. I mean, it was in SeaTac. Lives in SeaTac, so it's yeah. kind of close to. He's a local. Yeah, local celebrity. He's, he's, he's been there like long, long time from, from what I've seen in the documentary <laughs> since like the '60s or so. I, I guess he grew up there. And yeah, if you don't know who Bruce Bickford is, um, do yourself on. a fucking favor. Yeah. <laughs> he's the man. Yeah, he teamed up with Frank Zappa on a lot of cool stuff and um, yeah, wild phenomenal. Claymation. Probably yeah, probably like one of the most prolific clay art. Oh like, yeah, clay animators. He's, he's probably done more clay animation than anyone on earth. Yeah. So, check him out. Do yourself a favor. Check yeah, him it's, out. It's Do violent. It's, there's like little clay nudity in it. Little clay boobies. It's it's great. Gotta love yeah. little clay boobies. Yeah, they're, and also, it's, like, it's awesome. What the fuck? Like, there's like no zoom-ins at all. Like, he just builds... It's yeah. when he when he goes into detail on something, it's like right. a tiny thing that like becomes bigger. It's right, just yeah. He just makes, makes a new one for each frame mm-hmm. instead of like... You know, molding with what he got, he just builds an entire new one. So the the amount of the amount of little creatures this guy has made is is astronomical. Yeah. Do you have much of his work? I mean, I I have like videos of his. I don't have any like of his um, clay things. My my brother actually does. Weirdly, he has a little <laughs> um a little Twin Peaks um clay uh, figure that he did because um, he he's made a lot of cool Twin Peaks figures. I don't believe he's animated the Twin Peaks thing. Yeah, um, there was he's, he's made he's made a lot of cool little like. Um, clay versions of them. My brother bought one from him. Really nice original. Yes, Bruce Bickford. Wow. Uh, so we had we had a little we did a little research earlier before this about the price of VCRs. Cool. And so we want to know, in 1970, would you have purchased a VCR in 1970 for the price between 1,000 and 1,400 dollars? <laughs> I mean, if I could have afforded it, yeah. You know, uh, I feel like I would have been you know the same person now. Um, <laughs> If, had I been this age in the seventies, um, if I heard that you know video was coming out for like home use, I would have been all over that. You know, <laughs> assuming of course I was well off enough to afford such things. Yeah. Um, but and and I mean they were they were classy back then. They were like wood grain top loaders. They weighed like forty pounds. They were mm-hmm. these big old awesome objects. Like Beta was still pretty big back then. I think I would have gone with Beta to be honest too. Yeah. <laughs> More compact. They have better sound. Yeah, I was going to ask you, you collect a lot more than just tapes. I know, like, 
you got like you're getting into like video mixing and all sorts of shit. Like, what's um what's something new that you found that you're stoked on? Yeah, yeah, I, d- I definitely collect other formats besides um, VHS. I, I I try to collect pretty much all of them. The uh, the only one I don't yet have a functional player for is Video Eight, those little eight millimeter VHS. Um, but there aren't there, oh, like there, the high eights. Yeah, yeah, there there really aren't too many titles on that uh, that doomed format. I mean, I, ideally, I'd I'd like to get a little player. They're just these cute tiny VCRs. Um, I think Sony might have been the only uh, brand producing them. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, the formats um, like CEDs really cool. It's it's I, I found some CEDs like in you know in Bellingham for the first time. Um, decent like obscure titles. Laserdisc, I, I you know those, those are fun too. Um, the, and those can be found in the wild for sure, which is also good because things like beta you don't really find in the wild too much. VHS is everywhere, but like CED, that's usually like antique stores. They're almost never yeah. thrift stores. Video eight for sure, you never find that thrifting. So I, I find myself like flipping through vinyl a lot just to see if there's like a laser disc. That's, I mean, yeah, that's where they I've, get put. I've, yeah, I've hit it before where it's just like flipping through vinyl and then you're like, whoa, damn, there's like yeah. tons of laser discs. Yeah, there. for sure. It, it happens more often than people think. It's just they blend in with the with the vinyl so you don't realize that they're there. But yeah. I found quite a few good good laser discs out in, in the wild. Uh, around uh, Linwood, Edmonds, and like Everett, I've actually found a whole shit ton of laser discs. That seems to just be a laser disc uh, hotspot. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Um, I guess our final wrap-up question here is... Like, do we want do you want to ask the final wrap up? Oh question? yeah, yeah. Um, wait, should I do like a? <laughs> um, tell us, Taylor, oh, yeah. what is your golden tape? <laughs> golden tape. All right. Um, I I'd have to think about that. I feel well, like let's, I should have let's been let's this define entire here time. <laughs> let's define. So, so we want to know your golden tape, which I think the best way to describe it would be that if if. The one tape you could not go without. Yeah. The, the, your desert island tape, the tape that if your whole house caught on fire, you really hope that this tape was saved. The yeah. One single golden tape. Uh, now make the noise, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> the golden tape. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, um, one of my favorites um, is probably X-rated cartoons on VCX. It's, I mean, it's classic. The packaging is wonderful. It's lewd. It's rainbow. Um, it's from like 1979, so it's like right at the dawn of VHS. Um, and it's just a bunch of classic, like raunchy Swedish um, adult cartoons of like animals fucking each other. It's, it's fantastic. Um, it's, it's. I mean, it's one of my favorites. Um, I only just finally acquired a copy, and it's, it's been a long search of just having an empty case for like years. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think that's my golden tape. X-rated cartoons. Oh man. Wow. I don't know if I want to watch or not. Like, it's, <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> awesome. Well, Taylor. Thank you so much for being on the show with yeah, us. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for our first episode, I'm I'm really happy that uh, that we got to get all together here and, and talk with you, pick your brain a little bit. Yeah. yeah. How can um, uh, how can people find you? Yeah, that was my next question. Um, I mean, I have an Instagram that I don't really post anything on. Um, I do the swaps. That's that's about it. <laughs> um, cool. I, I'm I don't know. That's. I don't do too much like social media. I use it to buy tapes, but I, I don't really post any tapes per se. So, yeah. <laughs> well, for the listeners, we we do have a Facebook page uh, and an Instagram. Whenever you have swaps, just let us know. 
Oh, yeah. We can post them on our Facebook they, page. Yeah, they get advertised for sure. And, and then, yeah, that way you guys all can keep up you know, up to date on, uh, on things going on. And, uh, yeah, check out the page and uh, hopefully connect with Taylor. For sure. Sounds good. Hey there, video hounds. How, how, how? Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of VH Quest brought to you by Party Fish Media. We are super stoked to have Taylor Duff in the studio. It was awesome. Thanks so much, Taylor. Big shout out to Will Paulson for making our theme music. Also, big shout out to Chris Holsizer for designing our VH Quest logo. You can find us on Instagram at VH Quest Pod or on Facebook at VH Quest Pod or type out an email and tell us what you're thinking about it. VHQuestPod at gmail.com. And make sure to send us a review. We want to know the tapes you quested and other cool stuff you found. Let us know what you're doing and what you're up to. And as always, from me, Mike. And me, Ben. Keep, keep on, on questing. Fish media. Yeah.